Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This episode is sponsored by R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice, a welcome addition to anyone's sleep routine. Pace Case, if you know me, and you do, mm-hmm. you know that I'm yeah. working all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Mm-hmm. So the sleep that I do get has to be very good sleep. And I'm always looking for ways to up my sleep routine. Sometimes I'll read a book to go to sleep. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll- a Bachelor? Uh, that book keeps me very awake. It's very engaging. That never puts me to sleep. Mm. I will sometimes just put down my cell phone after a long day of looking at a screen. It's nice to get some time away from the screen. I also will incorporate- some R.W. Knutson Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice. It truly makes you go to sleep a little easier. It's the thing you need to help you drift off into the dreamland. Mm. As more and more people are looking to prioritize sleep, Organic Just Tart Cherry is having a moment thanks to Tart Cherry's potential sleep-related benefits and potential to aid in muscle recovery when you get those gains like clues. We're seeing this in the viral sleepy girl mocktail trend on social media. R.W. Knutson has a whole lineup of natural juices with zero added sugar, so you can feel good about adding them to your wellness routine. It's all about celebrating those daily wins. Organic Just Tart Cherry Juice is made from tart cherries, which may help you get a better night's sleep because they have natural melatonin. R.W. Knudsen crushes only 100% real ingredients, so you can crush everything you do. Pick up a bottle at your local grocery store today. It's the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. This is the Game of Roses. Welcome to the Game of Roses. Jesus is the only one that can satisfy. The only one. And the people that I've met in my life who have the most joy, who have the most contentment, who have the most peace, maybe they have some of that stuff, maybe they don't, it doesn't matter. They know that Jesus is the only thing that satisfies. Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case. This is Bachelor Clues, and it's Friday, so you know what that means. Hi. Hello. This is This Week in Bachelor Nation. We're going to be bringing you all those luscious tids in Bachelor Nation news. We're going to be bringing you all those beautiful parasocial plays. We're going to be bringing you all those gains. There were some interesting ones this week. 
And of course, we're going to be issuing those screams from deep within the pit. And we have a very interesting one that came to us on the Discord <laughs> channel this week as well. Can't wait to bring that to you. And our scream is interesting. Our scream is very interesting. It's a dual, dual scream. Yeah. I'm I'm very curious to see the results of this scream, which will be happening tomorrow. Uh, we we record these episodes on Thursday. They air on Friday. And the scream that we're going to issue has to do with something that Pace Case and I are going to do tomorrow. We're going to do it on Friday. So as the episode's mm -hmm. airing, we'll actually be completing the scream in real life. <laughs> and that quote that you heard up top is a quote from one of the strongest Christian players in the game, Madison Pruitt. One of? Who's stronger? Hannah Brown. Disagree. Hmm. How much money Hannah Brown's guy got? I don't know. Ain't a billion. Oh, her guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. She doesn't have the backing of a billionaire. Pruitt is crushing the parasocial game and the post-game game. I love to see a player leaning into their brand this hard, creating this entertaining content. It's giving me satisfaction. No, it's not. There's only one thing that can give you satisfaction. Did you not listen to what she said? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, just making sure. Making sure that you got the message. Jesus. I can't get no satisfaction. Well, speaking of satisfaction, we are proud to announce one extra way you can get satisfaction right now. If you go to gameofroses.co, you can pick up a Sauce Wars t-shirt, if that's your preference, or for the very first time, you can pick up a Sauce Wars tank top. We've never sold a tank top before. No, this is our first one, but we felt it was necessary as we are here in Southern California engaged in the, the worst heat wave that we've seen in the last 50 years or whatever they're saying. It is extremely hot here, and I wish I had a tank top. And we are... Oh my God, it is 100 degrees. This is... This is wild. Well, you better get a tank top. Global warming, it's coming. And now you can peacock while showing the upper part of your arm, your shoulders. Never been done before. All those weights you've been lifting. <laughs> You're really going to show off your muscularity, your vascularity if you've got it. But once again, go over to gameofroses.co and you can now choose from a a variety of two styles and multiple colors of the Sauce Wars merchandise. Also just dropped, we have the video version of our Mentel All Breakdown slash Hometowns Part 2. That video is available on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Usually I'm editing them. They're usually done the day after, but sometimes two days after, but they're still good. They're fantastic. You do a great job on them, I have to say. Thank you. And video editing is no small task. So much appreciation to Pace Case for putting in the hard work on that. I love to learn <laughs> and perfect our craft. <laughs> Me too. Speaking of our love to learn, let's move on and begin this show and we're going to begin it as we always begin this week in Bachelor Nation with a little segment we like to call Game of Roses. State of the Game. So we all saw something Monday night. We tuned in. We saw images coming from our screens and heard sounds coming out of it. But we're still 
having a little trouble figuring out what exactly the fuck it was that we watched. And Bachelor Data, if you follow her at all, she does a, a fantastic Instagram account where she really breaks down like screen time and who got which roses on which dates and puts them in great infographics. And she made a reel that starts out with her saying, I am livid. Bachelor Data is usually, at least in my estimation, a very level-headed, kind of by-the-numbers, I'm just looking at things, objectively type of person. So to get Bachelor Data riled up enough to say she's livid, you know some shit is fucked up. And indeed, she goes on in this reel to talk about the time spent on ads in the Men Tell All. And she says that a normal episode from this season has 35 minutes of commercials and the rest of the show is document, is game, about 70%. This Men Tell All had 54 minutes of commercials, including the, the uh, Billy Eichner commercial for his movie. So only 54% of the show was actual game document. That is the home to Avon's hometown, as well as all the stuff that happened there on the stage for the Men Tell All. So not only are we watching the ads in between the segments, we are watching ads in the segments, 50%. I mean, it's unbelievable. And there's like, they do product placement all the time in this show. I'll never forget Ben Higgins taking a date, a one on one date to McDonald's or uh, Hannah Brown and Jed yeah. Wyatt eating Halo Top. That was Amanda Stanton at McDonald's. Oh, God, how could I forget? Everybody knows she likes pizza. They don't sell pizza at McDonald's. No, I know. That's why she probably didn't like that date. Uh. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that. <laughs> You know, we have product placement from time to time. Even movies. Top Gun mm -hmm. was in last season of uh, Bachelor. They had a Top Gun date. But I don't think I've ever seen anything like this where the final two segments of a Men Tell All or of any piece of the document were mm -hmm. product placement. What they did in this Men Tell All with this Billy Eichner movie, Bros, where for the last two segments, he and a co-star in the movie were on stage and they were kind of talking about Bachelor shit, but weaving it back in through his movie to make it a giant promotion for his movie. I've just never seen anything like it. And so I find myself asking, what the fuck is going on? Why does the show need to do this? I mean, when Meatball tackled him, he's still screaming promos. Yes. Go watch bros. I don't mind Billy Eichner doing that. Billy Eichner's doing what Billy no. Eichner has to do. Promote his movie. Fine. To be clear, we are Billy Eichner fans here. Huge Billy Eichner fan. Yes. I think he's one of the funniest fucking people ever to have lived. And I love Elena. His <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lady he interviewed on Billy on the Street. Anyway, we like Billy Eichner, but, you know, you're getting my girl Susanna all up in arms. This is Bachelor Data. Bachelor Data, she doesn't get mad. If you're riling up BD, getting some of that bachelor data energy, BDE. Nice. As some people know it. Yeah. You're you're crossing some lines. Totally. And I think a lot of people feel this way. I certainly felt this way also. I mean, the whole construction of Mental All was fucked in that they had this hometown in the beginning. You don't get a hot seat in this uh, hometown with the most recent heartbreak at it, which would have been Tyler. He is not given a hot seat, which traditionally mm -hmm. they do. You had no real villain this season. They tried to drum up some villainy with Logan. They tried to drum up some villainy with Hayden, who wasn't there, with Chris, who wasn't there. All of that fell flat. But that's just like poor producing. They villainized a dog with cancer. Well, they villainized his owner. I don't know if they actually villainized the dog, per se. But uh, <laughs> I feel like they did indirectly. <laughs> Maybe. He's, yeah, the dog of a villain. Well, no, but they were like free Rambo. They were basically saying, get Rambo out of this shitty situation. 
But I mean, we talked about all of that in our recap, which you can for sure go back and listen to. Or watch. Or watch now. But what I took away from this was this big question of like, why are they bringing in Billy Eichner to do these two segments? That is a paid advertisement. And mm. now in some cases, these movies could be, you know, movies that Warner Brothers makes, who is the studio that owns Bachelor, or even that Disney makes, which is the studio that works with ABC. So there's some leeway there. But this is not that. This movie, I believe, is a universal movie. I mean, they also had the Kim Kardashian ad. I think they had a Kim Kardashian ad on the last on one of the other reunion shows. They've certainly done this before, but not to this volume. But that's Hulu. The Kim Kardashian thing is Hulu. So that's another cross promotion with a brand that Bachelor already has a deal with. That makes sense to me. This is a universal movie. I don't believe that Universal has any, or I guess Universal has some Hulu ties, tie-ins as well, but that's a licensing deal. It's not like they own this media. There's no like free path for them to this promotion. In my mm -hmm. understanding of this, Universal paid Warner Brothers or NZK or whoever and ABC, I guess, some amount of money to be able to do this. And I keep yeah. asking myself, what is the amount of money that would be meaningful enough to fuck up an entire Mentel All? To completely <laughs> discount the importance of the Mentel All in the course yes. of a season and just say, fuck it. We'll write off the last 20 minutes to a commercial. That's literally like on late night cable. They used to do like infomercials of sham wow and shit like that. And it was just like, well, we don't. It's It'll make us more money to let somebody pay us to be on our airwaves than it will for us to advertise in shit we can make. And if we're at that point with Bachelor, that is not good. Yeah, it's... It had giving up energy. It had yep. we can feed our audience whatever and they'll just take it energy. Yes. And, and I don't know exactly why they did it. I mean, they were like playing up the historical significance of it. They were like, it's the first studio movie with gay leads. And I'm like, is this trying to combat like previous allegations of historical homophobia in the franchise? Are they like the show won't have a gay lead, but they'll promote this gay show. It's just, it's, it was a very confusing choice and it's like getting complicit is just it's feeling, feeling worse and worse. I mean, yeah, there's some elements of being complicit in that, but again, to me, the bigger concern is, they're selling time in the show as ads now. Mm -hmm. And and like I said, we've seen product placement before and we can always stomach it a little bit because they do at least try to fucking push it into the document. Like on mm -hmm. the Top Gun date, they have them doing the gyroscopes and like pilot shit. It's like just kind of a thematic uh, piece of a group date or a thematic piece of a one-on-one. -on -one. Or they go see the movie Brave and like the date is that it's a movie. And They did that with Maid of Honor back in season 12, Matt Grant. I remember that. It was Holly, right? She was on it. Yeah. I've just never seen anything quite like this. And the degree to which they were like ready and willing to just sell out the document itself to me was concerning. Again, yeah. I don't know why they've done this, especially in the face of you know, Dark Lord Palmer saying like, we've got a lot to get to, so we couldn't show you a rose ceremony. <laughs> you can also take that to mean 
that they don't give a fuck about a rose ceremony enough to put that in the document, but they will sell the back two segments to Universal to do a commercial for a movie. That's Is that what the show's becoming? They're taking mm-hmm. super important pieces of the narrative out of it in favor of selling ad space. Not even that long. A four-minute clip on their website. It it concerns me, especially as, you know, we started this hashtag pay Tyler Cameron because we believe that one strategy for saving the franchise would be to pay Tyler Cameron whatever the heck he wants to be the bachelor and get back some of the audience that has left to get people excited for a season to maybe have like a win a date with Tad Hamilton vibe to a season, Mm -hmm. like make it a huge thing. The casting process, like everyone wants to date Tyler Cameron. He's a huge star. And this mental all, I was like, Oh, they're like scrounging for money. Like I don't, can they pay Tyler Cameron? That is what it felt like. Yeah. You know, here's what I kind of feel also. And I felt this way about, the people making this show and marketing it and promoting it for a very long time. They don't understand the product. I don't know if they're too inside, if some of them have just been there too long and their minds are now addled with the the maliciousness of like, we got to fuck these people over. I don't know. But no one understands the value of this in terms of a long-term franchise. At least that's what I'm getting from this move. When they sit down and say, whoever made that decision mm-hmm. was like, we will make X amount of dollars on ads in the last two segments. But we will make X amount of dollars if we sell those two segments to Billy Eichner and Universal. And that will be a little bit more. And so they pulled the trigger on that. To make maybe a couple hundred thousand dollars more that night, they sold those two things out. Mm -hmm. They're not thinking about what that does to deteriorate an audience's enjoyment of the program or the narrative that they're even trying to build within this season. So they're not even thinking about long-term, what will this do to the document? What will this do to the fandom? And so I think, similarly, they're not even thinking about Tyler Cameron. They don't give a fuck about anything unless it's the next step. What is the next step? What are we... You know, someone... They had to be, like, in a room deciding, okay, we have sold these last two things to Billy Eichner... What are we going to cut out of the men to all? And we have mm-hmm. to show Avon's hometown. What are we going to cut out of this to service the Billy Eichner thing? And they chose the rose ceremony. That's a bad choice. It's the worst choice. And yeah. that to me says the, the people at ABC and the people marketing the show aren't making that choice. That's the producers. They're the ones choosing what goes into the document and how to put it together. They chose to eliminate the rose ceremony. In my opinion, those producers should not now be producing this program because they truly don't understand the product. That is revealed to me in that one choice. They're choosing no rose ceremony. They're choosing the only 40-hour hot seat to be Nate Mitchell and not Tyler, who would, on an ordinary season, get that hot seat. They're choosing to give that time to Billy Eichner and co. versus... The Paradise cast, they could have gone in depth of like, what what are you hoping to get out of Paradise with all those people as opposed to like one line each, you know, and that would promote the next season. Showing the rose ceremony would promote next week and get you excited for the fantasy suites. Exactly. The Mentel All traditionally is where you're giving your audience one last chance to get a glimpse of like the important players that were 
in the show because one of them is going to be your bachelor, most likely. And I think this was trying to set up Nate Mitchell. And obviously, mm-hmm. they're still looking to see what the controversy surrounding his prior dating life and, and this current picture that's come out with him holding hands with so many grocery stores. <laughs> they're kind of waiting to see, I think, what the reaction is to it. The hand clasp heard around the world. Yeah. But uh, it just felt to me like everything in this mental all was an afterthought and like how we just got to rush through it. Let's get through this as fast as we can so that we can get to the Billy Eichner commercial. And I just think that it is not... It, it's the worst mental all that's ever occurred as a result of that. Just like what Bachelor Day was saying, there's only half of the screen time is devoted to the actual players of this game. Then what the fuck am I watching the rest of this for? Yeah. I mean, just seeing those numbers really sparked Clues and I to to do this as our state of the game because when you see it, the data, it can be very revealing because you're like, I feel like that was a lot more ads than usual. And then you see it and you're like, oh, it's 20% more ads than usual. Yeah. For a season that's supposed to be twice as much content. Exactly. And I know, you know, we have a digging deeper coming out on Monday that is going to be full of some fucking insane GSJ sauce. First of all, let me just say that. It's like I'm preparing for going out to a super nice restaurant that has like my favorite meal. I know that's coming on Monday with GSJ and all this sauce. I just can't wait. You just said it's like, and I automatically filled in restaurant. It's like restaurant, favorite, much sauce, going there tomorrow. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I do love digging deeper. It is like, it is so fun. Yeah. I love your impressions and I love trying to do impressions. I love them as well. But we're also going to have a clip in that that is Ben Higgins on the Almost Famous podcast where he's talking about how the producers have been doing this fucking thing for a few seasons now where they try to trick us in promos that like some big crazy fucking thing is going to happen and then it doesn't. And they mm-hmm. did that in the Mental All with Dark Lord Palmer saying, tonight everyone's life is going to be changed. And it's like, A, no. Everybody watching at home, nothing happened to us. B, most of the people in that studio audience who got the cruises, Bachelor Data mentioned this on her thing too. They're like friends and family of people who work on the the crew or in some cases, they're Mm -hmm. fucking actors that they've hired to come in and do whatever, dress up like fucking Rambo. So even that is like a lie. And I think people are, are getting sick of it. It's like, if you can't... The whole conceit of the show is that it's for TRR, that this shit is real, that what we're watching are real people going through real relationships. If you surround it all with lies and ads for movies and just fucking promotion for whatever else you're doing, that 4TR starts to fall away to a degree that makes it hard for your traditional viewer to keep hanging on. Anyway, we're going to be talking about all of that and digging deeper uh, on the end of that Ben Higgins clip, which is a great one. But that is basically it. We just wanted to kind of touch base on where we feel like the game is after this, in my opinion, disastrous mental all. Had some great play in it, don't get me wrong. I love to see Logan towing the 4TR line and really trying to make that redemption arc. Loved seeing mm-hmm. fucking Roby Sobieski come in there with that golden blonde hair and doing his magic tricks. That's a real night one guy fucking effort that I can get behind. Yeah. There was some good shit. I love to see the sauce. I love to see the sauce as well, you Poured know. Poured all over a man's body. I wish they all had been drenched in sauce from just a giant bucket from the sky. 
I mean, they might as well have been, especially the two leads. But I did like watching the two leads deliver their scripted, rehearsed answers to all the questions. Because sometimes <laughs> leads are not good at it. I thought Gabby Wendy was fantastic at it. I thought Rachel Reckia did a good job. They really mm-hmm. are playing the third audience game in a way that I thought was like admirable. There's not much else you can do, but like they they turned in a very good performance, I thought. We just didn't get to see much of it. Like they did shoot a whole mental wall. That footage exists. Yeah, there there is a Tyler Norris hot seat, I'm assuming. Absolutely. And probably a Jordan Vandergriff one. Probably, yes. Clayton Eckerd, his season had um, I forget her name now, but the woman who self-eliminated in episode one before first night, before night one. Oh. Do you remember her? God, what was her name? I don't remember, but she had a hot seat that they cut out. So they shoot much more than we ever get to see, but this was the smallest amount of actual document we have ever seen in a tell-all. And in terms of state of the game, not a great state. Hoping (laughs) that gets turned around. Look, I'll watch forever, but... Right. But then the flip side of that is Bachelor in Paradise is going to have like 17 episodes or something this season. They added on multiple episodes to Paradise in their order. So I don't know. Sally Carson, you mean? Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about the night one player who said, I hate Clayton. Sally Carson is the one who self-eliminated. Yeah. Who had the fiance. And they brought her in for a whole hot seat that we never got to see. So, you know, no tell all ever has everything in the document. Mm -hmm. But this, like I said, this had the least in the document of any tell all in the history of the show. And I just can't see how that's a good thing for anyone other than you know, somebody at fucking ABC marketing pushing a pencil that's like, well, I just made us 75000 extra dollars tonight. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, this is a giant $100 million franchise that you got to fucking turn in the right direction now. $75,000 on a Mentel All is fucking nothing. And it just seems to me like those are the kind of decisions being made regarding at least the Mentel All. I don't know if the, the show entirely, but that's where I feel like we're at. <laughs> Pace Case, how you feeling? I think we need Tyler Cameron to save the show. <laughs> I, I mean, I won't even say like save the show. Or a celebrity or just like someone that they pick who is someone that people are going to compete over desperately. Yeah. The roots. I agree with that. and But I don't even think that it's a matter of saving the show. I don't think the show's in danger. Like it still is a gigantic franchise. It still wins its night every week. There, it's not that. To save the show in my eyes, to get me pumped again. <laughs> I'm still fucking pumped. We've done 25 minutes screaming about the mental all. I can't wait for Day Deeper. I can't wait for Paradise, but whatever. Yeah. I'm just saying that I want somebody who's making these high-level decisions to actually respect the fucking game, to be a fan of the show. It has felt to me for a while now, multiple seasons, that the people making the show don't actually like the show. They don't like the people on the show and they don't have any respect for the construction of it. And that, it was fucking front and center in this mental all. Like we said, half Mm -hmm. of the fucking show is not the show. It's ads for shit. Whoever's making those decisions or allowing them to be made, 
I mean, Jesus Christ, you just got to say no to a final two segments being an ad for somebody else's movie. That can never be a choice you make. Can you imagine if you're watching a fucking football game and they're like, okay, it's been a pretty good game up to this point. We're going into the fourth quarter. And now instead of showing you the football game, Billy Eichner's going to come out on the 50-yard line and do a commercial for his movie. And you're like, what about the game? Yeah, go to NFL.com to see how it turned out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's like go to NFL.com to see how the fourth quarter of last week turned out. And we're not going to show you the fourth quarter of this week ever. You never get to see it. We will shoot it, but you don't get to see it. Anyway, that's the state of the game. We're going to move on now to a segment of our program in which we talk about all the movements across Instagram and ratings for our beloved game. This is This Week in Games. Hometowns Part 2 and The Men Tell All, which was the eighth episode of the historic Windeckia season 19 of The Bachelorette, pulled in a .78 in the 18 to 49-year-old demographic with 3.3 million viewers overall. The demo actually went up by 2%, while the overall viewers dropped by around 2%. It's rare for a tell-all to perform at the same level as normal episodes, but that's exactly what Windeckia's Men Tell All did. And perhaps that even means that they could have just run normal commercials and made the same amount of money. Who the fuck knows? Mm, tragic. But what's going on with the Roswell? Oh, I'm about to get to it. <laughs> Our beloved game did maintain the top spot across all networks Monday night, beating out American Ninja Warrior on ABC, The Neighborhood on CBS, Don't Forget the Lyrics on Fox, and of course, <laughs> Roswell, New Mexico, over on the CW, who upheld their positive number in the demo by maintaining a point one this week. Good job, Roswell. Good job, Roswell. <laughs> I'm surprised their numbers aren't going up after our alien state of the world last week. <laughs> They're maintaining. I do think that we're helping them climb the ratings. After we were reporting on their 0, 0.0 ratings for a while, they did go up to 0.1. I mean, Roswell, New Mexico, that's a show you should take out the document and just put ads in. Not <laughs> mental all. For goodness sakes. And now for... The Blanco race, the Gabby Windy Rachel Recchia race to 1 million followers on Instagram. The lovable dingbat Gabby Windy continued to dominate this week with her lead, gaining over three times the rate of Recchia again, gaining 21,000 Instagram followers, bringing her into the 700K club at 712K total this week. Rachel Rachel Recchia picked up 6K, bringing her to 451K total. Wendy also continued closing the gap in the TikTok race, putting on 7.2K on TikTok, bringing her to 65K total. And Recchia gained 6K, bringing her to 78.2K total. Dark Lord Palmer gained 2K this week for his innocent performance at the Men Tell All oh and for reposting my Instagram story. He's at 175K right now. This innocence thing. <laughs> Let me ask you this question about Rekia and Wendy. Do you believe that mm -hmm. everyone following Rekia is also following Wendy? Probably 95%. Do you believe that there is any like split off happening that if this would have been a, a singular lead season, either Wendy or Rachel Recchia. Do you believe that either one of their numbers would be higher than they are now? Yes, I believe both of their numbers would be higher. Hmm, interesting. If either were the lead. I think Rachel Recchia is definitely suffering from Gabby Wendy being the lead as well. Yeah. If you don't have a choice to follow Gabby, wouldn't you follow Recchia? 
if you're watching the show. I think it's hurting them both also. It's absolutely hurting them both. And they're splitting the screen time and screen time equals followers mostly. Yeah, I agree. But let's move on to the top five Instagram gains chart for players of Bachelorette Season 19. The gold medal in gains this week goes to Pace Cases MVP Nate Mitchell. He gained 10.8K this week for his 4TR Heartbreak Slash Apology Tour hot seat, bringing him to 66.7K followers total. The silver medal in gains goes to Tyler Norris. He gained 7.2K followers this week for his 4TRR mental performance, despite not getting that heartbreak hot seat, bringing him to 39.6K total. The bronze medal in gains goes to Eric Schwer. He gained 7.1K this week, despite not being in the document, bringing him to 78.6K total followers. Fourth place comes to a newcomer in gains, James Meatball Clark. He gained 6.4K for his double play of the game, drenching himself in sauce and tackling Billy Eichner, bringing him to 15.3K followers total. You know, there's a guy that I follow on Instagram. He is a juggalo, and he has this Instagram (laughs) called human... I forget what it's called exactly. Human something. Every post is just a video of him taking off his shirt and going, fuck this shit, and then jumping onto like a table full of thumbtacks or barbed wire or whatever. (gasps) Oh, no. Doing like pro wrestling type shit. Meatball, I think, should do exactly that. James Meatball, if you're listening, mm-hmm. your entire Instagram should be short videos, short reels of you dumping cans of tomato sauce on you in various locations. I can't wait to see this happen. I agree. Make it an art piece. Support for today's episode comes from One Skin. If you have sensitive skin, you're going to want to hear about One Skin's scientifically proven topical supplements. This is face, eye, body, shield, and it can all be used with any of their other products, which are free from over 1,500 chemicals and preservatives that can make skin red, irritated, or itchy. Their products are safe for sensitive skin. It's just one of the reasons they've earned the Skin Safe seal of approval. You got to keep that skin glowing if you want to be keeping up the level of face play that I've got going on. And OneSkin was founded by an all-woman team of scientists. Their products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Uh, Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products often. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ROSES at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ROSES. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support Gore and tell them that we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This year is flying by. We're almost halfway through it. Now, I've done a lot of things that I'm proud of this year. A lot of them related to gore. We've had some great interviews. We're kicking it up a level to get on YouTube. We're really taking it to the next place. But there's still a lot that I would like to accomplish this year. And when life is moving fast, it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins and to make adjustments for the rest of the year. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and then set achievable goals for the next six months so that you get all those things done that you want to get done. 
Lizzie talks about all the time how beneficial therapy has been for her. My friend Will on my other podcast talks about it all the time. And I agree. It is very good. It's a great tool to be able to talk things out in your life with somebody else who can set you on the right path to getting all those goals accomplished. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists literally at any time for no additional charge. Take a moment. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Game of Roses today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Game of Roses. Clues. Mm -hmm. I've been on a mission. I'm trying to find the perfect t-shirt. Yeah. um, Because it's spring. I'm ready to get out there. I'm ready to peacock. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist. And you can find it at Skims. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. You guys know how excited I was that Skims became one of our sponsors for this podcast. They have great basics and foundations. I got the boyfriend t-shirt in onyx. That's kind of a dark black color. And the cotton jersey long sleeve t-shirt in kyanite, which is kind of like a blue green. And they're both so comfortable. It's basically like you are wearing nothing. Great for free spirit types. Well, for all the free spirits out there right now, you can shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS through 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's Skims. Bigger cans of sauce. Jump into a swimming pool full of sauce. Lean, lean harder into it. I mean, he got on the game start this week for that performance. So I don't remember anything he's done in the game. The world is his meatball, except sauces. No, that's not true. His tattle. He made them that spaghetti dinner. And rounding out the top five, fifth place in gains goes to Ethan Kang, aka King Kang. He gained three point eight k this week despite being in the back row at the Mentol, bringing him to thirty thousand followers total and now for the top five total instagram chart as of today september 1st 2022 eric schwer maintained the lead with 78.6 k total nate mitchell is in second place at 66.7 k tyler norris jumped to third at 39.6 k total jordan vandergriff bringing up fourth place with 38.3 k total and rounding out the top five is Tino Franco with 36.5K, finally pushing out magician Roby Sobieski, who had been in the top five all season, despite being a night one guy. That's incredible. Absolutely incredible (laughs) run for Roby Sobieski. Uh, We congratulate you. We have savored your suffering. We appreciated your mental all. We have suffered your savoring. We have suffered your savoring. We appreciated your mental efforts. And, you know, hopefully you can find some way to get back in game eventually. But let's move on to the top five TikTok chart as of September 1st, 2022. Yep. Nate Mitchell gained an astonishing 58.6K this week, by the way. Biggest gain we saw. That's that crown edit, baby. Nate Mitchell jumped into first place. 
with this gain at 71.5K. Alec Garza holds on to second place at 22.4K. Matt Labat dropped to third at 17.3K. You got Chris Austin at 8.9K. And Ethan Kang at 7.4K. And before we move on to Bachelor Nation news, we do want to just mention a little schedule change. Next week, we were under the impression that both Fantasy Suites were going to be airing on that Monday night. But instead, they've split them up into two episodes that are going to be airing Monday and Tuesday of next week. That is correct. You're going to have two games back-to-back at the beginning of next week, Monday and Tuesday. And so our recap of both of those episodes is going to come out Wednesday. And Twibbon on Friday. And now... It is time to move on to that portion of our program in which we discuss all those legends. This is Bachelor Nation News. First up in Bachelor Nation News, we can confirm 19 players who will be feeling the hot sting of Paradise Sand twixt their toes in the upcoming Bachelor in Paradise Season 8, set to premiere September 27th. From the currently airing Season 19 of Bachelorette, we are proud to welcome Jacob Tarzan Rapini, Team Switcher Logan Palmer, and from Michelle Young's Bachelorette Season 18, we welcome Romeo Alexander, Casey Woods, and Dad Swim Trunks wearer Brandon Jones. I forgot about that. <laughs> That's all I can remember about him. <laughs> and from Katie Thurston's Bachelorette Season 17, we welcome the disappeared Justin <laughs> Glaze, package deal player Michael Alio, Greg Grippo for Bachelor Campaign Manager, Andrew Spencer. <laughs> and from Clayton Eckert's Bachelor 26 season, we welcome Genevieve Preecy, Serene Russell, Dr. Kira Mengistu, villain Shanae Ankney, Jill Chin, Haley Mollis, tattle player Sierra Jackson, FIMP winner Teddy Wright, and Hunter Hogg. From Matt James' Bachelor season 25, the subject of a sex work rumor that threatened to ruin her life, Brittany Galvin. And from a classic season from the modern era, Ben Higgins's season 20 villain edit recipient, Lais Morris. Cannot wait to see her on sand again. Oh my God. I think I'm most excited for Lace Morris and Victoria Fuller. Same. Just two legends going, going head to head. We can only assume that these 19 players are only a partial list as Bachelor in Paradise season seven featured a final cast of 42 players. I'm hoping they cut that down. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be as big or not. But yeah, Victoria Fuller is a good example. She was not in this list. This was the official list that they put out to all the magazines and stuff. But then Victoria Fuller, we just saw on the Men Tell All. So we know she's going to be there. They appear to be ripping off Casa Amor from Love Island. So I assume yep. there will be a group of unannounced players for that. Yeah, it's interesting that they're doing that as well. I mean, as we just talked about, it's a, a kind of lack of respect for the format. But it may work. I don't know. It might be an interesting thing in, in the context of Bachelor in Paradise. I'm curious to see how they present it, how it's edited, obviously, mm -hmm. and and how it turns out. But congratulations and good luck to all the players as they're about to watch this season unfold. And it is going to be a doozy of a season. 
Mark my words. Mark <laughs> my words. Up next in Bachelor Nation News, Katie Thurston is free at last. After a prolonged limbo period enforced by producers, Katie Thurston revealed in her first YouTube post that she is finally free to make content without oversight from the show. She hinted that in addition to her new YouTube channel, a podcast will be forthcoming, and we cannot wait to hear what she has to say, which she mentioned will have nothing to do with Bachelor T, but instead will be about this next chapter of her life as she moves beyond our beloved game and the men she met during her time as a player and a lead. When players enter our beloved game, they must all sign contracts that prohibit them from creating certain types of content without express permission from the producers. That contract, especially in the case of leads, can be renewed as the producers see fit, so they maintain control over players' opportunities to make money online with their own content. It's always great to see a prominent, high-ranking soldier in the Sauce Wars finally get a chance to speak their mind. Congrats, Katie. We can't wait to see what you do next. Up next in Patronation News, three all-stars attended the MTV Video Music Awards this past week. Tasha Adams, who hosted this year's MTV Movie and TV Awards, Rachel Lindsay, and Blake Balakai Horseman. Horseman took his opportunity on the red carpet to make it known that he doesn't see any possible way to bury the hatchet with his longtime feud partner, the great one, Nick Vial. Horseman told Us Weekly, No, honestly, at this point, I'm past trying to work it out. I've tried multiple times, but it's impossible with him. The dude just does not like me for whatever reason. It's been years. I've just (laughs) given up at this point. So yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) It is what it is until it isn't. Let's quote the most recent season of Love Island, UK. Mm. Vial and Horseman's feud started in August 2019 after Horseman released text messages in his own defense when Kaylin Miller Keys accused him of being a womanizer. While we are sad to hear that these two heavyweights will never be friends, we are always left in awe of the Great One's ability to remain relevant and become a topic of conversation at an event he didn't even attend. That to me is a special skill. Good job great one i mean not a lot of players can do that shit just always be in everybody's fucking mouth kind of constantly and maybe he's he's taking a little bit of a heel turn here that's possible within the nation i mean there are a lot of people Mm -hmm. who don't view him too well right now it doesn't matter he's getting press he's trying to get blocked by as much (laughs) of that donation as possible It's his new strategy. Speaking of Kayla Miller Keys, the pageant queen turned van life paramour of Dean, Deanie Baby's Unglert, made a very interesting purchase this week. She bought a truck for babies. Now, this might not seem newsworthy. <laughs> a truck for babies. That's right. But in the context of something babies revealed on an episode of Help I Suck at Dating... This is gigantic news. Babies explained his disdain for the idea of wedding rings and claimed that if Miller Keys bought him a truck, then he'd buy her a ring. Well, the truck hath been bought. Is the engagement ring coming? Time will tell, but it seems very likely. Congrats to Babies on his new truck and congrats to Miller Keys on her forthcoming ring. Speaking of power cups, Popeye is in the news this week. After leaving a comment on Kelly Flanagan's Instagram, Rumors are swirling that the power couple from season 24 of The Bachelor might be back together. Flanagan posted a pic to her main grid featuring an image of herself in a backless pink mini dress last Sunday. After a user commented, having impure thoughts, Miss Hottie, exclamation point, Weber responded to that comment with the reply, same. Then Popeye 
added further fuel to the rumor fire by liking another comment that read, happy you guys found your way back together. While there has been no official announcement from either Popeye or Flanagan, it seems that it could very well be imminent. Congrats to the happy couple, if indeed they are a couple once again. Never saw this one coming, but yes, I am happy for them, and I hope that it works out if that's what's actually happening here. (laughs) And finally, a few birthdays to note. Chelsea Vaughn began her 31st trip around our dying son on August 27th, and A-Row Bro, that's Jordan Rogers, committed to walking around this ball of dirt we call Earth for a 35th year on August 30th. Happy birthdays! And now for the segment of our show where we talk about the biggest news happening off the field in the slightly bigger game, the parasocial game. This is... The parasocial play, 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 play of the week. Blake Horseman, a.k.a. Baylock High, reunited with Betty Who at the VMAs four years after she sang at his high school during hometowns on Bachelorette season 14. Baylock High posted an image of the pair with the caption, four years later, I-Y-K-Y-K, that's if you know, you know, and Betty Who reposted it. Fantastic work. Tyler Norris joined TikTok and made a short 4TRR video with a clip of him and Rachel Recchia at the Mento All with the caption, when your ex always has a way to make you smile, to the piano version of See You Again. In the Mento All clip, he smiles at her sheepishly, when they are reunited across the stage, the video has an astonishing 462K views and 24.3K likes. He's been very consistent in his 4TRR Love Level 4 branding, and it seems to be working for this all-eggs player. Meatball made another law enforcement-themed TikTok this week on the heels of his wacky mentel all appearance. In the video, his cartoonishly large head runs away from a cop car to the sound back off at, with the caption, when you pour marinara sauce on yourself again on national TV. The caption reads, brought all the sauce to the men tell all. Sauce emoji, pasta emoji, hashtag the bachelorette, hashtag bachelorette, hashtag bachelorette, ABC, hashtag bachelor nation, hashtag FYP, hashtag retalk for nature, hashtag viral. The video has 31.7K views and 1.8K likes. Nate Mitchell posted a dancing TikTok to the sound go off with the caption on my way to claim my spot as king tonight. Hashtag MTA, hashtag Bachelor Nation, hashtag Bachelor Nation ABC, hashtag The Bachelorette. We love this reference to his play strategy of going for the crown in his hot seat as it is, of course, a game that can be won. This TikTok has (laughs) 151.8K views and 9.3K likes. All of these were excellent plays. But there can only be one winner, British linguist, Clay Harbor's cousin, and fifth place on Katie Thurston's season, Andrew Spencer, trolled the fourth audience this week and posted a picture of himself at the Mentel All with Serene, Genevieve, and Victoria Fuller with the caption, spoiler, if you missed it, these beautiful ladies and I just announced at Greg Grippo as the next Bachelor at the Mentel All. I'm screaming because that was all caps. 
The two-image slide post garnered a whopping 49K likes and 859 comments. This, this was a stunning play. It immediately enraged many members of the nation who did not realize it was in jest and were like, spoilers for the West Coast, etc. It capitalized on the rampant speculation around the next Bachelor crown, and it turned a pretty uneventful BIP roundup hot seat at the Mentel All into fodder for the forums. We love Level Forward this playful parasocial bomb drop and look forward to Spencer's content ramping up as BIP starts airing. I absolutely love plays like this where it really handcuffs the producers because they're the ones who now have to deal with this. Some people, because of this, truly believe Greg Grippo is the next fucking Bachelor. Mm -hmm. They can ignore it. They can choose whatever. But we've also seen plays like this that were not done in jest. Katie Thurston did one where she said, hope Dark Lord Harrison can take the time that he needs as I start my <laughs> season as a Bachelorette. That did handcuff the producers and they fired him because of it. That's how we got mm -hmm. ultimately the ultimate girl gang and, and now DLP. But fantastic play. Love to see it. And now let's move on to those plays that are being made in the parasocial arena by our non-human friends. This is the parasocial creature of the week. A lot of good creature play this week. Caitlin Bristow put together a montage of some of her podcast guests and their dogs for International Dog Day. The reel includes Becca Tilly, Nikki Glazer, Blake Horseman, and the Big Buddy Trash Can. Shy style player Jason Alabaster, we got to see was a squirrel whisperer. It was a beautiful Instagram reel where he's just coaxing a little squirrel to come over. And normally that squirrel would have garnered this award. As you know, I have an affinity for the squirrels of this world. Oh, yes. But... This week, Hayden Markowitz's Pooch Rambo gets our parasocial creature of the week. Not only did Rambo survive the brutal villain edit his father received at the Mentel All, but Rambo himself took to his own Instagram account to post a story thanking our coverage of the Mentel All by saying, it's always refreshing when there is one legitimate podcast out there. Game of Roses did great. Thank you very much. Hashtag, I have a new ducky. Thanks for the shout out, Rambo. And thanks for this astounding parasocial play. I highly encourage everybody to go check out Rambo Markowitz's Instagram. He's such a cute dog and mm. he he likes the right podcasts. I I love that we are, you know, getting the stamp of approval from Rambo. He's a gorgeous golden retriever. I'm happy he's gotten his own new creature. And yeah. Thank you, Rambo, our Creature of the Week. Mul multiple Creature of the Week winner. And now it is time for Pays Guys and Myself to step off the edge, step over the precipice of this giant hole before us and fall deep into the depths of the pit of our fandom for this show to discuss how it has taken over our lives. Maybe for the good, maybe for the bad, maybe a little bit of the both. This is Screams from the Pit. How are we gonna do this, Pace Case? How are we gonna How are we gonna talk about this? <laughs> I, <laughs> you know, I thought my scream was gonna be about Dark Lord Palmer reposting my Instagram story, but no. Yeah, that's almost like a reverse scream. You're, it's how you're influencing his life. <laughs> He's screaming, you're saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, you've heard me talk about Quince on this program before. I love Quince. I am right now 
head to toe, dressed in quince. I got their shirts. I got their pants. I got everything from quince. Quince is my spot for quiet luxury without paying those luxury prices. Quince offers a range of must-have items like 100% European linen, under $50, luxurious mulberry silk skirts, and of course, Italian leather bags and 14 karat gold jewelry from, get this, $30. All their prices are 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And because Quince creates timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion, you're going to have them in that closet forever, unless you wear them out, which I may because I literally wear them every day. <laughs> I know you're wondering, how do they do it? Well, Quince partners directly with top factories to cut out the cost of the middleman, passing the savings right on to you and to me. What's even better, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes so you can feel good about getting high-quality items that are going to last you longer. Upgrade your closet this summer with Quince. Right now, go to quince.com roses to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash roses for free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com slash roses we're coming out of spring and we're headed into summer it's a great time of year it's a time for renewal for me that means reconnecting with friends and family i haven't seen for a while and when i do i want to make sure i have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with that's why first leaf is a great option. As America's most personalized wine company, First Leaf takes the worry and guesswork out of buying quality wines, especially if you're somebody like me who knows maybe a little bit about these things, but not enough, not enough to really make a great decision. They make the decision for you. To get started, you just answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes on First Leaf's website. And these can be things that are about the people you're buying it for as well, if you're doing it as a gift. It only takes about five minutes to create your own personalized wine profile. Then you get your very own wine concierge who's going to use those responses to curate a customized selection of delicious award-winning varieties from rosés to sparklings and everything in between. It's all based on your personal preferences on those questions you answered. These hand-selected wines are going to be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at a wine store. You even get to choose when you get the wine. Plus, Every selection is backed by First Leaf's 100% satisfaction guarantee. And if you have questions about your wines, like what to pair them with, for example, First Leaf's personal wine concierge team is there to offer that expert advice. So it takes all the guesswork out. I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com roses to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand curated bottles plus free shipping. That's T-R-Y. F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash roses to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Try firstleaf.com slash roses. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. 
code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Well, we have a giant scream this week as we teased up top. What are you putting on your head? It's an ice pack. It's hot as fuck over here. (laughs) It looks like you have a little bonnet. Yeah, it's a little hat. (laughs) Or like a menstrual pad. (laughs) It's just like a little... It's like a little chemical cooler pack. Just rest it on my head gently. Our joint scream. So tomorrow, I'm going to be driving to the bank. This scream has to do with money. Me too. I'm going to be pulling out cash, my hard-earned cash that I've worked, slinging the tea, doing our podcast ads, doing our grocery store impressions for Patreon, you know, all the ways we (laughs) are... I am doing the same thing. And I have not been inside a bank in probably five or six years. As you know, I'm somebody who embraces technology. I haven't carried cash in that time. My last ATM card expired like five or six years ago. And I was just kind of like, do I really need this anymore? Let me see how long I can go without cash. And I haven't had it since then. I've just been using my phone to pay for things. You haven't gone to a single place that's cash only? No. And if it is, I leave. But tomorrow, Pace Case and I are going to a certain sale. And that sale is cash only. That sale is for objects that can be found in Villa de la Vina, better known as Bachelor Mansion. We became aware of the fact that they are doing essentially an estate sale of all the furniture and accoutrement that are inside the mansion. This sale is going on today as we're recording this Thursday, tomorrow, Friday, which is when we're going to be there Saturday and Sunday. So we're going to take the trek out there. We're going to take some money. I don't know what I'm going to buy, but I'm buying something. That's for fucking sure. I'm not leaving there empty-handed. And we'll be taking some uh, some pictures and things. You love a sale and an artifact. <laughs> I mean... We've never been to the mansion before. We were going to do an Instagram live from the shadow of it if we had sold enough books. That's still in the works. Maybe we'll get we'll yeah. hit that we'll hit that goal. But it is also <laughs> 104 degrees in Agora Hills right now and it is going to be just as hot if not hotter tomorrow. So it really, I, it deserves a scream. I feel like we're going to have to do an update about this next week once we have oh, yeah. done this. And Clues and I discussed this for, for a solid minute of, like, do we need to go? And as soon as I clicked on the link and I saw the pictures and I saw the artifacts, I was like, well, yeah, we have to. Well, it's also just like, it's an easy way to get into the mansion. Yes. It does notably say... <laughs> This is a sale of items in the home, not an open house. Please be respectful in this private home. And we will be respectful, of course. Of course. But we will be in the house. This is hallowed fucking ground. This is like getting to do a private tour of Yankee Stadium and buy weird shit in Yankee Stadium. I don't even know what that shit would be, what the equivalent would be necessarily. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm just saying we're going to be inside the fucking mansion tomorrow. And so we will for sure be reporting about it. There is a lot of dark wooden furniture that looks very heavy. A lot of like red velvet. I don't, there is a, there is a 
candle. I guess I don't even know what you would call this. It is a a stand holding candles and they are all there's like a hundred candles on it and they're in the shape of a heart. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you know it's about love. Whoever is operating this sale tomorrow is going to be very annoyed with me. I can already assure <laughs> you of that. Because I'm going to be asking about every item in there. Was this used in the show? Was this used in the show? Was this used in the show? But I feel like I'm going to be able to pick up a unique item here. Yeah. Is there a Fimp Rose tray? You know, that's what I'm looking for is kind of like a tray. Oh, my God. If there's a Fimp Rose tray, I'm getting it and I'm eating every meal off of it. How are you going to eat the gruel off of a tray? Just slop it on there. I don't care. Oh, God. Yeah, did Mad Chad eat his salami off of these? Like, yeah. there's so many memories in this house. I can see the staircase in one of the photos that Tierra Lacazzi fell down. And the fact that it's going to be 104 degrees there tomorrow, I feel like we are taking a trip into hell to yeah. come back with some sacred boon from the underworld that will make us stronger. This is the epic hero's journey. <laughs> We are about to live it. I am sure my partner will be very happy I'm bringing more things into the home while I'm trying to purge all my stuff right now. <laughs> you come back with a U-Haul that is like all the furniture. I spent yeah. $32,000, but look what I got. This is the couch where they, the first responder sits right here. All the first responders have sat here. So I'll see if I can just get the first responder the cushion from the couch and just use that as a pillow or something. Will you sell me half of this cushion? Hell no. I ain't breaking that up. <laughs> Now, it's time for us to move on. That's our scream. Like I said, we're going to be reporting on that. We're going to have pictures. We're going to maybe do a little video over something like that. We will definitely at least have a story about this and pictures with the objects. But now, we must move on to do another scream. If you are in the pit with us, you have access to our Discord. And from that Discord, you can submit your scream one minute or less audio clip and we play the best ones here to get access to that discord you just go to patreon.com slash game of roses today our scream comes from a user named amber slam there is a picture that comes with it we will post that picture on our social media but the picture just to let you know looks to be at an event that is maybe an amateur pro wrestling event and there's a person in the crowd who is wearing a Game of Roses t-shirt and holding up a sign that says, Release the Grandpa John chemistry tapes. Uh, just for <laughs> a fun fact, the clues read this as Release the Grand PA John chemistry tapes and was confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, the word was broken up a little bit, but we're going to play this scream now. Remember that picture. It references this scream. Here we go. Hello, Pit. My name is Amber. I am a representative of the Worcester Mass Pit. My scream highlights a peacocking that I completed Sunday night celebrating our beloved game. I attended an indie wrestling show. It was this particular company's huge annual show comparable to WrestleMania. There are a number of independent professional wrestlers ranging from local promotions to televised national, international stars that can attend. Of the signs that I produced to heckle wrestlers, I elected to draw attention to the need for the Grandpa John chemistry tapes to be released. The call for this footage 
during a professional wrestling match is the greatest Valentine's gift that I can deliver to you, the pit, in honor of our game. Other wrestling fans approached me asking me, what does your sign mean? As I explained, I referenced my newest Game of Roses um, merch, the new shirt with the logo, which I love. Um, I do expect that some of these fans will be joining us in the pit. Um, I also heard my boyfriend, who is newly been dragged into the pit, explaining about the Game of Roses podcast to the fans who just needed more information as to how they could follow up. Uh, Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Thank you, Amber Slam, for this scream. I'm wondering, is Amber Slam her wrestling name, perhaps? I'm not is sure, but could be. But this is a very high-level scream. Anytime you start to feel your fandom of our beloved game or fandom of a podcast that is about the fandom of our beloved game, anything like that, anytime you feel it start to creep into the other areas of your life where it doesn't necessarily belong, where it's hard to make <laughs> a a legitimate connection to what that thing is to justify mm-hmm. your inclusion of your fandom of our beloved game into that thing. You're, you're operating at a very deep level of the pit at that point. Um, but I love this. I love taking any group gathering as an opportunity to drag more people into the pit. We can't thank you enough for that. And the sign is great. It, it, it's very reminiscent to me of a mental all of a live bachelor taping. Totally. It has mental all sign vibes and i love you know you're saying it's a situation she this content might not belong in but i think actually this is a perfect untapped market for us wrestling circles because we've talked about the similarities between the bachelor and wrestling a lot you called someone a heel doing a heel turn maybe nick vial earlier which is a wrestling term of a villain It's, you know, it's kind of, there's a lot of similarities between the two sports because you're, you're feigning storylines, you're building up the brand of the character. And that is the most important thing. Um, Just a gorgeous scream. And I also agree with the message of the sign. Release the Grandpa John chemistry tapes. Yes. Where are they? They're on a hard drive next to the half of a mental all that we didn't get to see. First, the missing rose ceremony. Now, the Grandpa John chemistry tapes. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for also promoting the merch publicly. Uh, but she's wearing the black logo shirt in it. We have received feedback. We have done too many shirts. So just <laughs> a fair warning. We will be doing a fall drop of... Oh. A sweatsuit type uh, merch coming soon for all of your winter wrestling events or whatever passions you're into in your life that you would like to peacock at. Just, you know, a little little tid at the end of the app. But thanks again, Amber Slam, for submitting this scream and this incredible photo. And if you want to submit your screams, once again, you just go to patreon.com slash Game of Roses. Join us in the bottom of the pit. Get on that Discord where you can talk to everybody else in the pit about a wide array of topics, not even necessarily The Bachelor. There's some UFO alien talk going on there. There's some Pokemon Go talk going on in there. (laughs) There's all kinds of stuff. I go on there whenever I want to talk about my interests. (laughs) (laughs) With people. (laughs) Yeah, you can certainly do that. But you can also submit your screams in the Scream channel. So we hope to see you there. And thanks again for joining us on this week in Bachelor Nation. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. And again, remember, next week, we are going to have Monday, a Digging Deeper 
which has sauce galore. And then we will be back Wednesday with a recap of Monday and Tuesday's games, which are all the Fantasy Suite episodes. So we hope you'll join us. Yeah, we will recap four hours of content into one-ish hours. We will do it. Yeah, it'll probably be like an hour and a half. But before we go, as always, what is that Dwabat? It has been 7,466 days without an Asian bachelor. Praise be Dark Lord Palmer. Please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then please rate this podcast. Please review this podcast. Please get a friend to listen to us. And then 